When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome. It's a happy new year. We got how many minutes here? Mid- hours were it's 8:40 Eastern. So we've got about 3 hours and 20 minutes until yes, 2024. Welcome to the Browns Happy 2024 New Year show. I'm your host John Suchan, part of the Fanatical Elves network, and we couldn't be happier to have you along. We are wishing you a very happy new year. Can you believe it's going to be 2020. Browns fans are very excited uh, this weekend. They've had a great season, and we're here to talk a little bit about that. I wanted to give you some updates on what's going on around the NFL. Boy, wasn't it nice as uh, Browns fans to settle, settle back, watch a little football today, and know that your Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs. We learned today now that after the games have been played that the Browns are now locked in pretty much to that um, five seed and that they will be playing the uh, AFC South champ. So that will be either the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, or the Indianapolis Colts. So that will be determined after games next week. The Browns play the Cincinnati Bengals the Bungles, that game means nothing to either team now because the Bengals lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. They put up a a decent fight today. Uh, There was a time in that first half I thought maybe the the Cincinnati team would uh, get it together. They had the lead, and the Chiefs were just meandering back and forth. You weren't quite sure what they were going to do, and um, they got some field goals toward the end of that second half. Mahomes, you know, I'm not sure what the hell is going on there in Kansas City. I really don't care, but they have made it back to the postseason once again. Staggering to hear that Patrick Mahomes has never had an away um, playoff game. He's never had an away playoff game. That's just nuts in the so many years that he's been playing. Um, 
Anyway, Kansas City sneaks out the win 25-17 over those Bengals. Uh, you know, minus Joe Burrow, Joe Schmo. The Bengals put up a good fight. But now the Browns will be playing the Bengals next week, next Sunday down in Cincinnati. I can't even imagine how few people will be sitting in the stands next <laughs> next Sunday uh, between these two teams because more than likely both franchises will be sitting a majority of their starters. That's a question that we need to think about and what how that's going to pan out for the uh, Browns um, as they prepare for a playoff run. You know, a month and a half ago, Joe Flacco wasn't even part of this Browns team, and now he is the central figure on this team uh, moving forward, along with the Brown stout defense. But Joe Flacco will probably, I'm guessing if he plays maybe a quarter, maybe half, but you don't want the guy injured. The guy's 38 years old. You don't want any of your starters injured. I would say the majority of them should be probably sitting. Uh, the Browns have to feel the team. So we'll see what they do with all of that as it comes to be. But right now the Browns said 11 and five, they're in that five seed and they're going, they're guaranteed to go play at either Jacksonville, Indianapolis, or or the Houston Texans. Now, the Browns have beaten all three of those teams. I just wanted to kind of rattle off a few other statistics here while we're uh, talking. By the way, my fantasy league, uh, I'm in several fantasy leagues, but one of my leagues, I'm in the playoff, and if I have, according to my colleagues here, if the Packers tonight, the Packers are playing the Minnesota Vikings, if the Packers somehow score a uh, touchdown, then I should be set to go to the uh, Super Bowl of the Fantasy League that I'm in. So that's super exciting. All right, back to reality here. Um, let's look here. We were talking to some of my other Fanatical Elves colleagues earlier, and we were breaking down all the different scenarios. So I'm just going to read through a few of these. Uh, right now, the Ravens, they did dismantle the Miami Dolphins, who are floundering and falling apart quicker than you can imagine. They lost 56 to 19. If you remember, the Miami Dolphins put a 70 mark on, I can't remember what the hell, who, which team that was, but Dolphins almost had 70 put on them by the Ravens today. Yes, Lamar Jackson is amazing. Everybody's wanting to talk about Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. I'm tired of hearing about Lamar Jackson. We beat Lamar Jackson. Baltimore is not that good. Yes, they, I'll give them a, a, a little respect because they're their 13 and three record, but they suck. Come on, guys. They suck. You know that as Browns fans. We beat them the last time, and we're going to beat them again if we have to play them. So be prepared. Um, the Dolphins have clinched the playoff spot, but they could be as low as the sixth seed if they lose to the Buffalo Bills next week. The Chiefs clinched. They won the division by the skin of their teeth. The Jaguars have a 77% chance of making the playoffs. And that's because they've already beaten the Colts and they've beaten the Texans. So they hold those tiebreakers. Um, so with that in mind, Ooh, I just got an update. I guess the uh, I'm just turning on the TV here. I've got the green Bay game and it looks like green Bay just scored. So congratulations to me. I'm going to the fantasy league football uh, super bowl. Yay. Um, Nice throw by Jordan Love there. He I don't know who he hit there. Let's see. Watching the replay here. Um, not sure who that was. Anyhow, the Green Bay Packers are now up 10-0 early in that game. Okay, back to the scenarios here. The Browns have clinched. Obviously, they're locked in at that five seed. Then you have the Buffalo Bills, who 
have just been playing great ball and they haven't clinched anything, but they should get, either get that either they'll win the division if they beat Miami or that, or they will be that six or seven seed. And then the Indianapolis Colts are penciled in at number seven. They have a 52% shot. Basically whoever wins that Colts Texans game is in between the two teams. So more than likely it'll be the Jaguars that the Brownies play. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. The Browns have beaten all three teams. The Browns have to go back down to Florida or they have to go over to Indianapolis or by chance they could go over to Texas. I think they're going to play the Jaguars. So let's, you know, we'll look at that as we get closer. I haven't, I've heard that they were supposed to be announcing the times for the games for next week. And not that it matters right now for Browns fans uh, as they go play the Cincinnati Bengals in a meaningless game. Um, all right. Just a little late. Other scenarios here. I heard uh, winner of the Texans Colts game is in the loser is out. So whoever loses that Colts Texans game is out. The Jaguars win. They're in. If they lose, they still, they can still get in with a Raiders loss. That would have to be, I'm not sure who the Raiders play and the Ravens would have to lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers are still fighting for their playoff life. So they're going to have a lot on the line there. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens don't, play anybody of meaning it would be a meaningless game for the Ravens because they've already locked up the number one seed the Steelers need to win and they need either need to have the Tennessee Titans or the Dolphins win and they're in so the Steelers really have an opportunity if they can beat the Ravens they only need the Titans or the Dolphins to win uh maybe that's not so easy because the well the Dolphins do have their game at home but they're in disarray after this week's loss so we'll just have to play that one by ear the Browns now look to go into the playoffs they're going to play that five C they're going to play one of those teams and then from there see this is kind of new where the the league has created a new scenario for the playoff they have reseeding which I didn't realize and I talked to my colleagues there with the fanatical L's and Joel and Steve and we were all talking about it via text earlier today and basically the, the, the seating is is re, re, rearranged. So depending on how that plays pans out, there's a, a an opportunity for the Browns if they, for example, beat the the four seed, which they're going to do. We all know that. We trust in Joe Flacco, Flacco Mania. They're going to win that first game, and then the number one seed. In this case, it would be the the Ratbirds. They get a buy that first week, but then they get to play the 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 lowest seed that's remaining so what that means is that they potentially if you get a six or a seven seed let's say you get the buffalo bills in at the six seed or the colts at the six or seven seed either one of those teams wins their playoff game then the highest the number one seed the buffalo uh, the the ratbirds get to play that team not the browns i misunderstood that because i just thought it was the generic sort of you know you have your um, your your brackets and one always would play the winner of four and five in the traditional playoff stance. But no, the NFL changed their policy back in 2020. So there's an opportunity for the Browns to have a home playoff game, the divisional round of the playoffs, not the wild card, but there's a, there's a pretty good possibility the Browns could have a home playoff game. Yes, that's right. I said it, a home playoff game against um, one of the lower seeds, potentially. It, it, it could work out that way. It could work out that way. 
So we'll see what happens. But um, anything is possible. And we still won't know exactly how everything pans out until after uh, next week's games. But the Browns are going to the playoffs. And we could not be happier as Browns fans. As we uh, ring in the new year, we have now, let's see, three hours and 10 minutes. We're going to pause for a quick break here in the Fanatical Elves Network. This is our New Year's show. We'll be right back. Do you enjoy those tantalizing commercials? Yes. We appreciate you guys following us on the Fanatical Elves Network, following us on Apple, following us on Spotify, following us on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Just type in Cleveland Browns or type in Fanatical Elves. Uh, any any pat, podcasting podcasting platform, and boom, you're going to see the Fanatical Elves show pop up. You know why? Because we're growing. We're growing fast, and it's because of your loyalty and you spreading the word to other Browns fans. You know, I was wearing this awesome Browns sweatshirt that my uh, brother-in-law uh, got me uh, for Christmas. Thank you, Sean. And um, I uh, went to the grocery store earlier, and maybe, you know, you're wearing your Browns gear, right? Because you're proud. You're proud today. You're proud this weekend. You've been wearing your Browns gear, and if you're like me, you got a lot of Browns gear, so you're wearing it every day. You go to the grocery store, and boom, you find three or four other people. You're walking down the aisle. Go Browns. Here we go, Brownies. This is happening in grocery stores across all of Ohio. I mean, the Columbus area, and we're still cheering on our Browns. That's what this is about. That's what, what, why the Browns fan base, base is one of the best in all of the world. Because we are loyal to a T and uh, we will go down with the ship. And the Browns right now, though, are on this, just, they're just, it's just amazing, right? I wrote an article for Fans First Sports Network earlier today about how stunning this playoff run has really been. At seven and five, this team was sort of meandering, you know, they, they lost to the Seattle Seahawks. Now, Pittsburgh went out there and beat Seattle today to cling on to their playoff hopes. Questioning questions were like, how the hell did we lose to the Seattle Seahawks? Well, we had PJ Walker there. He did an admirable job. And if it weren't for the helmet hit, the helmet bounce of the the football, uh, the Brownies would probably be 12 and what, 12 and four right now. And so, you know, but we weren't sure then. And then we lose these games to Denver. We lost to the Rams. We had Joe Flacco come in and Joe looked pretty good. He threw for over 250 yards that game, two touchdowns. It's like, man, this guy's pretty good. And bam, all of a sudden, we run off four straight wins, including against the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Chicago Bears. Who else? All these other teams that we we just beat. um, Who did we beat the other night? I can't even think of it. Uh, Lord have mercy. Um, So we're beating all these teams. And we've run off four straight. And now we're at 11 and five. And only two times in the history of the Cleveland Browns, uh, has a coach won 11 games or more. Uh, the first guy was Paul Brown. And the second guy, yes, that's right, Kevin Stefanski. Oh, good old Steady Eddie uh, has done something that no other Browns coach has done in the history of the team. By the way, I have a barking dog here, our Rufus. That's actually his name. The dog's name is Rufus. He's sitting next to me here on our couch and he's starting to mumble and rumble and bark. So if you hear a real bark, it's an actual real dog that, that you're uh, listening to. All right. Well, you know, it got me thinking, you know, this is Happy New Year. It's New Year's Eve. We're, we're closing in on 2024. But this 2023 season for the Browns has been magical, just magical. And there have been so many moments. I've been asking my colleagues like Steve Gill and 
my son, Alec, the other day, you know, what are some great moments that you could come go back? What are some of those moments? You guys think of any uh, moments that you can recall um, that the Brown, that you can remember this season that were really fantastic. S send me your comments. If you're listening to us uh, or watching us right now, live on YouTube or on, on the X or on Facebook, send me your comments. And uh, you know, what are some of those moments? You know, I'll give you, I'll, I'll share a few. Uh, the one I shared with Steve Gill the other day was in that Baltimore win when the Browns came back and stunned the Ravens and they played them hard. They were losing, but then they came back so dramatically. Deshaun Watson had a hell of a game. I think he, threw the ball 14 straight completed 14 straight passes or something crazy like that in the second half. It was that late push that late run um, by Jerome Ford that he was carried by his offensive unit, his offensive lineman about an extra 20 yards down the field. That was impressive. Um, my son, Alec just reminded me of an amazing moment in Indianapolis. You remember the Colts game? If it weren't for miles Garrett, my God, he was a human wrecking ball, right? He was how many sacks did he have in that game? Two or three. And then he jumped over, over the lineman on a field goal attempt and blocked the damn field goal. What a moment. What a moment. And recent me memory, just two weeks ago. I mean, we're talking about Amari Cooper going for a uh, 265 yards, breaking the single uh, game record for any Cleveland Brown. And now he sits at 1250 yards. I don't think we're going to see him until the playoffs. Um, just so many moments, so many damn great moments. The Cincinnati game, Steve Gill mentioned this at the very beginning of the year. Steve Gill talked about how, you know, think about that game. It was dreary, rainy, Joe Burrow, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Miles Garrett was dominating, dominating, getting that sack at the end of the game where he's like standing over Joe Burrow. What a great moment that really started that, you know, us out on this fun ride where you know Jim Schwartz we talked about the defensive coordinator all season and what he's brought to this Browns team and while I get a little uh oh oh see he's he's barking while he oh we got Rufus barking here um oh he he doesn't like I'm not sure what he doesn't like anyway um <laughs> that's live tv for you uh so just a lot, a lot of great moments. Uh oh, Rufus is really barking now. Well, it, it is the fanatical elf show. It's not the dog pound, but we should be calling it the dog pound. Um, so, so many great moments that have happened in Cleveland this this season. Just so many. Um, you know, Joe Flacco then coming in, you know, rescuing this team when we thought that there was no hope, and now he's been this hero that now we're gawking over him and we're uh, printing up t-shirts and everything that and people want to go get his Jersey. And the idea that now the Browns could battle the Baltimore Ratbirds in a potential future game in the playoffs where he goes up against them. Could he be the Browns superhero? Think about all the, the twists and ties. I mean, I know, NFL fans, young fans do not understand the magnitude of what happened when the Browns left were what was stolen from us uh, and Art Models took them to Baltimore. That is forever a stain on Art Model and Baltimore and why we hate Baltimore so much, why you should hate Baltimore. And the idea now that someone like Joe Flacco, who was the face 
of the Baltimore Ratbirds can now play for the Cleveland Browns and turn it around for the Browns and give them something that they've never had in what, how many 58 Super Bowls? The Browns were winning championships all the time in the 40s and 50s. And young people again and people that have watched the Browns over the decades, like, oh, well, that was back in the 40s and 50s, and those championships don't count. They were the most dominating damn team in all of football for 20 or 30 years. And then the damn Super Bowl comes along and it's like a jinx and we haven't been able to get there. So this is a huge opportunity again for the Browns and Joe Flacco to make a statement. There was an article written about, and I think I mentioned this on the show the other night, about his dad, Joe Flacco's dad, who was at the stadium in Cleveland talking about Joe. And he mentioned how Joe seemed like he's having the time of his life and he hasn't played like that in years and the happiness and the joy uh, that's that's that he's exhibiting right now, and my God, it is, and it's truly a movie. A movie. I mean, you you somebody's going to make a movie about this, and if the Browns can wrap it up and get a Super Bowl win out of this, it'll be the highest grossing movie of all time for any Cleveland fan who will watch that endlessly until they die. So, um, just some fun times. Uh, looking forward to that. But so many great memories this past year for the 2023 season, and and we have a lot to look forward to. We don't know what's going to happen next season. We know that Deshaun Watson is here at the moment. He's recovering from his shoulder surgery. But what happens with Joe Flacco? Those are conversations that we're going to have in the offseason. Some people who are just very, um, I wouldn't say ignorant, some people just want to, dismiss it just say oh no we can't keep joe there's no way he's 38 years old he's like he's doing some things that are crazy and you know you don't want to burst the bubble and and i'm sure the browns are considering all their options but you gotta consider if this guy brings the browns to a championship you there's got to be some um after effect after that you know there's got to be some sort of reaction to that and it better be good because browns fans <laughs> Are going to be clam? They're already buying up his Flacco jersey. You, uh, that's that's a PR uh, move. Yes, and, and Browns, the the Browns front office needs to be paying attention to what the Browns fans are paying attention to and what 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 excites them. And I know a lot of people say, well, that's not about the fans. Well, no, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, yes, organizations are run how they run, but. Browns fans are loyal, and the, those that are committed to this organization and, and the coaches and that express that and understand how this fan base is so dedicated to their players and to their coaches gets it. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens with Joe. We'll see what happens with Deshaun Watson. We'll, you know, we'll have a lot to talk about with Nick Chubb. You know, we've here's, here's a guy we thought the whole season was ruined after week two. I mean, we were all depressed. We were all sad. And now going into 2024 Browns fans couldn't be, more excited about what possibly could happen in the next month. So that's something to hold your hat on, something to be excited about, Browns fans. I hope you all have a great, great 2024 New Year. And I can't wait to talk to you uh, in the New Year. In 2024, we'll be bringing you more shows starting tomorrow in the New Year uh, as we prepare for the Browns to play in their final uh, Week 18 game against the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll have our Jenny Cleveland show. We'll have the Dog Pound South show. We'll have What the Elf Was That? We'll have the Browniacs. We'll have the Oracle Speaks, the Browns Breakdowns, and the Browns Blitz with all of my great colleagues. Thank you so much. Thank you to all the colleagues, my colleagues, Steve, to uh, Joel, to Elliot, 
to Sam, to Rod, to all of you. Thank you so much for being part of our Fanatical Elves programming. Thank you to all the fans who are watching right now and those of you who will listen later tonight or tomorrow as you recover from your um, long evening out. Go Browns. Take care and welcome to 2024.